Welcome to Curiously Morbid, a podcast for the Curiously Morbid people out there. My name's Dean Osgood and I'm joined by my elegant co-host, Danielle Waldron. And you've joined us on our ever-so-freaky Friday. And this episode today is all about Reddit's most scariest ghost stories. <laughs> uh, yeah, very scary. I'm excited for these ones. Me too. I don't know what that voice was there. I liked it though. It was very theatrical. So you know we love a Reddit ghost story. We love, we love a Reddit ghost story. And like we were saying in our Monday episode, if you watch, which you should have, because it's on the Sodder family, and oh, so tragic, so upsetting. Brand new theory. Brand new theory. Brand new theory. If you have not listened to that, there's a brand new theory on it. Stop what you're doing right now. (coughs) Pause us. Pause us and go and and listen to that Sodder family case, episode 35, because honestly... Like, Dean came up with the craziest theory. It's so good. It's so good. So, uh, please go and listen to that because we feel like that's an exclusive. Dean's a detective. I am. Um, right, we'll wait for you. So, go on. We're waiting. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be here when you get back. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> that was just a little pause. <laughs> that was just a little break. For the, for the was, it, was it good? Did you enjoy it? Thanks. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> Yeah, follow us on our social medias at Curiously Morbid on everything or Curiously Morb Pod, things like that. Um, go and follow us. Go and follow us on those things. Danny, let- follow us on Facebook. I have got the scariest stories to tell you from Reddit. You know I love a Reddit story. Anyway, this one is from the Reddit Mr. Nightmare. Oh! By a user called Capital I, Capital I, Scrithural. Capital I, capital I. And it was posted two years ago, and it's just got the title, My Scary Christmas Story, True. I will give the um, the the warning here that I haven't actually read this, but the comments say that this story is so scary, and it's genuinely creepy. So Oh, no. I'm ready to experience it with you. Okay, go on. This story takes place four years ago. So now six years ago, if we're updating it. And it still haunts me to this very day. It was Christmas night, Christmas Eve, come on Americans, and my family were driving (laughs) home from this fancy restaurant. Ah, I, unlike my family, wasn't tired, so the 45-minute drive seemed perpetual. On top of that, my little sister was constantly moaning about how her friend didn't get her ready for, for Christmas. After about 20 minutes of driving, my dad stopped at a gas station. Why would you go to a restaurant that's 45 miles away? No, that sounds weird, doesn't it? Well, suppose we drive to Manchester. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Just for a meal, though. I don't know if I'd drive just for a meal. Yeah, you'd go for an event. Yeah. After about 20 minutes of drive, my dad stopped at a gas station to get some cigarettes, and my brother, my sister, and my mother all got out to pay. I stayed in the car as I had already gone before we left. Once they all left, I decided to play a few games on my phone. I looked at the car clock and saw that 10 minutes had passed, so I immediately wondered what was taking them so long. As soon as I peered out the car window, I saw a man staring at the car the man startled me as i didn't know how long he'd been watching what made it even more unnerving is that he had a plain blank face no expression was shown it was hard to make out any features as it was pretty dark and he wasn't standing in an illuminated part of the station he was about five foot nine and looked to be middle-aged once he saw me notice him he started walking towards the car And I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I wasn't scared. Luckily, my dad came back and the rest of the family, just as the man took a couple of steps. My dad apologised and told me he'd been in an argument with the cashier. I didn't care, I was just glad my dad was there. 
I took another glance at the man outside, and he was still staring. But this time, he had, been he had an annoyed look on his face. We drove off, and for the rest of the car ride, I couldn't stop thinking about that man. This wouldn't have been too bad if it had ended there, but it didn't. Oh no. Can I just point out, that would have been a fantastic place for an ellipsis and a break of paragraph. But look at that text. Look, <laughs> it's no paragraphs in this at all. No paragraphs. Come on, grammar is important. That's the real horror story. <laughs> that is the real horror story. Um, later that night, I was watching YouTube while everyone else slept. And lucky for me, a storm was raging over us. I enjoy storms. It makes me cosy as I'm laying in bed. I love storms. I I love storms. I love, I love, love, love being in bed. Like right now, I'm looking out of my window and it's raining and I like it because I'm currently cosy. You know, I've got a blanket over my legs. I'm loving life. I'm cosy. If I was outside, I'd be hating life. But because I'm inside, watching the outside, love it. I listen to storms to sleep every night. I can't sleep unless I'm playing a storm. Oh, I well, I like to listen to like rain. Yeah, like that's, rain. I just love it, love it, love it. My favourite one at the minute is "Rain on Umbrella" with storm in background. <laughs> I love some of the titles. Ten hours Very of nice. rain on a stormy sea with a can. <laughs> I put my phone down and just enjoyed the ambience. That didn't last for long as I heard something smash into the window behind me. I lurched forward and nearly fell off the bed. I thought a bed had smashed into the window. I parted the blinds. And what I saw haunted me. Oh, God. I saw a man standing outside my parents' car, looking up at my room. I took a closer look and I nearly had a heart attack. It was the same man from the gas station. <gasps> Only this time, when our eyes met, he grinned. Oh, no, no, no. No, I don't like that in the slightest. Being the 14-year-old that I was... I did the manly thing and screamed at the top of my lungs. My dad came running down the stairs and entered my room. Why the fuck are you screaming? He said. <laughs> I told him about the man and I explained everything that had happened. My dad grabbed a baseball bat and told me to call the police. After ten minutes, the police turned up outside our house and found the man in our shed. He got arrested and that was the last time I saw him. The next day, my dad inspected the house and we found the handle of our back door had been damaged, but not completely broken. This gives me an eerie feeling, as if he'd actually managed to get into the house, he could have possibly killed us. Oh my God. Oh. Um, yeah, scary. Not, not as... That is scary, because it's kind of like, well, why would he... It's, it's scary, because obviously we've got that pre-sort of story of like when they were at the gas station. So it's like... Oh, why has he then followed you? And then why is he grinning at you through a window? And obviously he's threw something at the window as well to wake him up. So that is that that would terrify me. That would terrify me. Yeah, it really would. It scares me. Just the fact that like I'm saying like, oh that's not that scary, but actually it's terrifying. Like if you were living that, if that was like you you experiencing that, I would I would be completely shit up. Like I would not be able to deal. I'd be deceased. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, how would you rate that out of five? Let's give these a rating. You give it a rating out of five. Um, I'll give it a three, just because home invasions are scary. But the fact that he never came into the home and invaded, yeah, it's just still it's, it's it's gonna dock some marks. Do you know what I mean? I'd I give it a two. It would be a three oh, oh. if it was grammatically correct. 
but there was no paragraph. <gasps> yeah, yeah, you're docking Mark. I'll give it 2.5. All right, fab. Right, next one, okay? This, on. this one is called A Ghostly Christmas in the City. Ooh, Ooh. A Ghostly Christmas. This sounds marvellous. Are you just going to start reading A Christmas Carol? <laughs> no, imagine. <laughs> Yeah, a dramatic reading of a Christmas carol. Marley was dead as a doornail to begin with. Are you ready? Go on. I had been working in the city for many years, and I had managed to work my way up to head of the company. It was Christmas Eve, and I had just attended the funeral of a close friend of mine. I was walking home, and I seen something strange. Oh, God. I felt like the friend of mine had been watching me. This friend. The friend that's dead? Yeah. Oh my god. Don't ask me. This this is what's written. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. I'm just the narrator. <laughs> it was <laughs> It was a feeling that I couldn't shake. It was a presence that I couldn't get rid of. But I felt like I was being watched all of the way home. It was heavily snowing outside when I got home. I went up the stairs. And I prepared myself for bed. It had been a long, arduous day, and I was ready to get some sleep. As I was laying in bed, I heard the rattle of the door. Oh, no. The door creaked open. I didn't want to look. There was a feeling telling me not to look. The door creaked further, and I heard footsteps. Oh, no. The footsteps were walking closer to my bed. As they got closer, I felt them stop and look at the foot of the bed. There was a rustling sound, a heavy clanking that I couldn't put my head around. Suddenly, there was a boom as metal hit the floor. I shot bolt upright and I stood looking at the end of my bed. And there he was, the friend that I had buried this very morning oh my god i turned to him and he looked me dead in the eye he said you you will have the worst night of your life what the fuck you will be visited by free ghosts no he didn't (laughs) (laughs) you are reading a christmas carol I literally just made that up off the top of my head. Oh my god, dude. But no, mate, I planned to do that, you know, before you'd even said it. I was like, oh my oh, god. Really? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rework Christmas Carol and see how long it takes Danny to click on. That is so funny. I was like, oh, okay, you've been to a funeral. Oh, okay. Oh, he's gone home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. At what point did you click on? Um, just then when you said that <laughs> well I feel like I got it right from the start if I'm being honest with you <laughs> yeah what, what was the title I gave to it a Christmas in the city yeah. a ghostly Christmas in the city and I was like what are you just going to start reading a Christmas carol <laughs> oh, yeah so really I think I got it right away really yeah but I think my little setup to it was good it, found, it sounded no, like it a reddit story no, it definitely did. No, it was good. You, should, you know what? You I should. should. Some Reddit stories. I think you I'm should. quite. I'm quite a good should. writer. You 
are. You are a good um, writer. I've got an actual Reddit story. Yeah, go you, on. Enough with the Sorry. jokes. Enough with the Christmas crackers, you. Sorry for the interlude. Okay, <laughs> this is quite long, so it's going to be our last one. Okay. And it's from then. It's from our favourite Reddit, Reddit No Sleep. Oh, yay, Reddit No Sleep. It's two years old, and it's written by a user called Death Hamster One. Okay. As in death hamster, as in like dead hamster. Yeah. Not death, as in can't hear. Oh. Okay. okay. So it's like dead hamster. I get you. I get you. Um, a Christmas ghost story. I have to admit, I'm not a fan of Christmas. Not due to any Scrooge-like tendencies or anything. No. Um, But because of what I saw when I was 11. I was very excited to see what what I was going to get on Christmas Day. So I crept down the stairs at two or so in the morning. The grandmother clock in the hallway was slowly ticking. Do you know what I hate? Big clocks like that, they scare me. Oh, do you not like coming to my house then? (laughs) No. <laughs> I've got a huge grandfather clock that was actually from my granddad. I inherited it when he passed away earlier this year. Um, and I remember you actually, yeah, because you'd been to my house before we got the clock and then obviously after yeah. the clock as well. And I remember you saying like, whoa, like what the hell's that? Like, because obviously it was like this new big clock in the in the hallway. I love it. I just think, think they're so scary and so airy. Like... Yeah, because they are loud to be fair, yeah. Yeah, and like it just reminds me of horror films. I think that's what yeah. it is. Um, so the grandfather clock in the hallway was slowly ticking. I remember it only too well. I found myself shaking as I turned the living room door knob. Was I excited? Why did the metal feel so cold? Oh, a paragraph. Oh, yes, well done. <laughs> so as not to wake my parents, I slowly pushed the door open. It would squeak if you did it too fast. They've used um, brackets there, but really I feel like commas could have been used. Um, And crept into the living room. It was dark and cold. I mean, so cold I could make out my breath in what little light there was. Was the heating broken? Question mark? Rhetorical question. There we go. Oh, okay. This this switch... Sorry, I feel like I can't ever turn off, like, analyze someone's writing. No, no. (laughs) Um, The switch to the dimmer lights was next to the door. I turned it on so slowly and turned the dial. In the diminishing gloom, I could make out the armchairs and the Christmas tree beneath what I saw. I could make out the armchairs and the Christmas tree, beneath which I could already glimpse the presence. Ellipsis. And the leering, skinless face that was now just an inch away from me. Its pupilless eyes seemed to stare straight through me. As its stench hit my nostrils, like rotting meat via a burnt ozo, the thing reared back, its lipless face falling back behind the ragged hood it wore. It turned away and lurched and limped towards the tree. I could see more of it now. It was stooped and withered, emasculated and cadaverous. It was draped with rotting rags of what I guess was once a robe. The thing seemed mesmerised by the tree. Its head swivelling eerily from side to side as it contemplated what was before it. Then it turned and looked directly at me, lifting a long, bony finger up to its face where its lips may once have been. My mouth was agape. I was rooted to the spot. I tried to scream, but no noise came out. Finally, I managed to slowly retreat from the living room, turning off the lights as I went. 
I closed the door quietly and crept up the stairs. You would not be creeping up. You would no, be lagging it. I would be lagging it a hundred percent. And I would not be quiet. No. I ran to my room and I hid under the covers. Only then did I manage to finally, silently sob with fear. The next morning I put on a brave face and pretended to be excited as I unwrapped my presents with everyone else. Mum must have known there was something wrong, as she asked if I was okay. I lied and said I just couldn't sleep the night before, as you do when you're seven and it's Christmas <laughs> Eve. She hesitated for a moment, but brushed it off as we picked up all the torn wrapping paper left behind. But all I could think of was the thing I saw the night before. I barely played with my new toys. I just kept seeing its face every time I closed my eyes. As the years have drawn on, I've pondered this in some detail. We've forgotten what Christmas really is. It is how we used to survive the darkest, grimmest time of the year. That's what all the tinsel and merrymaking in Santa Claus all stems from. That need to shut out the darkest in the howling blizzard outside. Yet I think there is something else too. All the crap about Christmas being magical is true. We dress it up with elves and reindeer and red noses. But it's more than that. There's a reason that we use to tell ghost stories at Christmas. Till Halloween took over. It is the point of the year where the boundaries between the world and the others are at their thinnest. No wonder they have a festival and a nativity at this time of year. Consciously or not, we are warding off the horror that steeps into our world during the Yule tide. Maybe all the rituals, tacky enough they may seem these days, appease the thing that wait and ward them off for another year. What's a Christmas tree but an old pagan totem decorated in candles? A ward or an appeasement? These days I just blot it out in my mind and pretend I'm Buddhist or something. But there's one thing I will never forget. All of those years ago, the next night, the scrawled note I found under my pillow. And it just said one word. Shh. Oh, no. Not shh. Oh, I hate that. Oh, a scrawled note. Oh, no. That's too intimate. That's too intimate. I don't like that. That's all. creepy, that. That's very creepy. Although, I've, I very much so like that Like that story. Because I like the... um. Like, like the way he's like you know think about all these sort of rituals that we do you know like especially describing like the christmas tree is like a totem thing it's crazy that isn't it it's very interesting to think about well no true yeah because and and ghost stories were a massive part of christmas weren't they? yeah huge and yeah people would tell them and then it's that thing of like um you know like remembering the nativity and thinking about jesus and st- all that sort of stuff and you know like and it's yeah, it's um, yeah, that's uh, quite bizarre, isn't it? So maybe without knowing it, every Christmas when we're putting up our decorations and stuff, we're warding off spirits. That's crazy. Um, I honey pee think that's true. Do you? Yeah, hundred percent think that's true. Yeah, yeah. Well, because Christmas trees were sort of like a thing brought from Prince Albert, weren't they? So it was done already in Germany, and we know that a bit about that sort of folklore stuff because. Um, like Germany and then the Scandinavian countries and stuff. That's what we were talking about in our Your Cat episode and Krampus yes. and things like that. So they're very into that folklore sort of thing. So maybe, yeah, I think we've added two and two and got four. Uh, yeah, we've added two and two and got seven. <laughs> so yeah, so I think, yeah, there's definitely a weight to that. Oh, wow. That's like a proper light bulb moment, that. I like that. 
That is, um, and I like that story. It was well told. I give that a four out. Do you of know four. what they use? Lots of fabulous adjectives um, to describe what they saw. They really did. Yeah, it was ambitious vocabulary. It really was. And really, really descriptive. And do you know what they used? I, I don't know whether they overused ellipsis a yeah. lot because there was a lot of ellipsis. What's the plural of ellipsis? Ellipsis. Yeah, I guess so. Ellipsis. That's my last Reddit Christmas ghost story for you Aww. today. However. Okay, ready for the final part of this Freaky Friday. Are you ready? It is two line horror stories. I've actually written one myself this week. And it's a Christmas theme as well. Oh my God, you're sad. Oh, sure. (laughs) And it's a Christmas theme as well. Is it so you had one? <laughs> it's so I had one because I hate being put on the spot. So I thought, right, I, I mean, it's not amazing. I literally wrote it, like, just before. But, like, it's 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 something so that I'm not on the spot. Go on, you go first. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. You look ready. <laughs> I am ready. I pretended not to see the bloodied Santa with the knife and walked past him into the living room. I then ran as fast as I could out of the house. Uh, it's all right, isn't it? It's, right. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Oh, yeah. I'll I take feel, that. It's not I, bad. I feel like you sold it all in the first yeah, line, really. It was. It was very like, yeah. um, it was a big party. And then the not a lot went on from the party then, did it? So yeah no it was like you ran out the house but you went into the living room i feel like you set it up for something good yeah yeah you could i pretended not to notice the bloody santa claus as i walked past him and killed mrs claus oh oh yeah that would have been right you know what i didn't improve your stories how rude (laughs) (laughs) sorry right you ready for mine yes go on Christmas is my favourite time of the year, comma. One of my favourite things to do, comma, is a Christmas cracker. Oh. Ellipsis. I pulled the cracker with my mother, comma, and a severed finger fell out, wrapped in a party hat. With a Christmas show. Oh. Lipsis. Oh, that that is creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> Go on, improve you that. No, yeah, well, I'm not going to because I don't <laughs> I don't work like that. Um. Oh no, that is gross. That's pretty gross. I feel like it was more than two lines though, but I, used I was going to say I was like you were being very um pedantic with your ellipses and things like that. I was thinking, mm, mm, is that two lines? Yeah, but. Imagine doing a Christmas crack on a finger oh falls Oh my up. god, that'd be absolutely gross. There's some people... Oh, do you know what we should do? Curiously Morbid Tricky Friday episode on people that have found body parts in food. Do you know like, Ooh, that person that found yeah. like a finger in a can of coke? Uh, yeah. Oh god. It's just vile, isn't it? Oh. It is. So, Danny, we have got a very special episode tomorrow. Tell us all about it. So tomorrow we've got a Christmas Day special. So obviously, Freaky Friday came a day early, so it's more like a Freaky Thursday this episode. But but it doesn't go. It doesn't rhyme. Yeah, but it doesn't rhyme, so we're keeping it as a Freaky Friday. So yeah, so 
obviously today's episode we did our ghost stories and then tomorrow for our christmas day special we are doing the lawson family photograph and so this is the last photograph that was taken of the family on christmas right before some more unfortunate events and that is going to be our christmas special and as always i haven't a clue what you're about then. But <laughs> as always pay huge i look forward to it but in the meantime stay curious stay festive <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> curiously festive <laughs> because it's christmas eve to get it yeah so merry christmas from us obviously please tune in for our christmas day special as well and to all a good night we hope you sleep and we hope you don't sneak down in the middle of the night to get a glimpse of your presence oh yeah don't be doing that you might run into krampus and we'll see you tomorrow but in the meantime stay curious stay morbid this has been an audio air production our show tune is Half Mystery by Kevin McLeod. 